thank you, Andrew. Yourself? Doing okay. Um, Tuesday, I won't say run-of-the-mill meeting, but a chance to have a chat to you, uh, and then you have Mafra Cup on the Sunday. But just in general, how are things going? Are things busier in the township and Gippsland with restrictions now easing well and truly and your township, I guess, uh, becoming more vibrant? Yeah, I think we're very similar to, to all country locations and, and, and uh, other um, clubs around Victoria. Um, we're, we're excited that uh, tourism's starting to build again and, and people are starting to move around a little bit more. Uh, we're also excited that we can now start offering our venue again as a product for, for race day events and, and hospitality and engaging with our community and indeed using our facility also for for other events and functions as uh, the restrictions start to get wound back and, and people start uh, getting out and, and being more social again. So if we go back a year ago, all the interviews I've done this weekend are pertaining to clubs that have a memory of a year ago. In many cases, no one on track. It was just when restrictions said, no, you can't have people there. Some just got lucky, others didn't. Do you have memories about this time and I guess going forward to a few weeks, the Mafra Cup Likewise, last year, this would have been right bang when things got really tough for clubs on track. We actually raced on the 15th of March, which was a Sunday last year, and uh, on the Friday preceding that, uh, the the Premier made the first lot of announcements of restrictions, and, and basically the state started to lock down from the 16th of March. So we were the last race meeting, really, in country Victoria that existed... Uh, as normal, as we remembered normal. Um, and then since then, uh, we've had any amount of uh, changes and fluctuations from no crowds to small crowds to uh, tier, tier two events, tier three events, uh, reserve seating, online bookings. Uh, it's a very different normal. Um, but uh, to go through most of uh, the racing season to date without crowds, particularly through our uh, our major meeting being the Sale Cup in October was really quite surreal. Uh, it was quite eerie on race courses with no crowds. Uh, you could hear the jockeys a lot louder. You could hear the, the, the clops of the horses in the mounting yard and it was about the only sound that was on course. So it certainly was a, a very uh, eerie sort of a feeling and, and not very exciting. Um, so it's great to to see a bit of atmosphere coming back now as uh, as crowds start to re-engage with all racing clubs. So I chat to clubs mainly when they've got a big feature meeting, but it's always good to just chat about anything to do with country racing, given we're the voice of racing across the industry in this state. Obviously, when you have, say, the Mafra Cup or a feature day, you expect to have quite a few there and you plan and a lot of people pre-book and so on. This meeting on Tuesday, for example, with a, there might be only a few hundred, if so, through the gate. Um, protocols with that, I mean, it's not something people plan to go to the races and dress up in their nines and so on, but I guess everything still has to be QR codes and registered. So what happens in a, a, again, run-of-the-mill meeting like Tuesday where you might just get a handful of people, is that still have to be done prior to getting into the track and so on, pre-booked and so on? How does that work? Uh, It certainly does. You know, whether you've got one person visiting as a patron on course uh, or a hundred or a thousand, there are some things that are just uh, mandated now, and and that is the new normal. Um, It is expected that people intending to come to the races identify themselves uh, prior to the day by booking online. 
Um, people are starting to get used to the idea of going through the country racing website, uh, clicking through to the club of choice, clicking onto their uh, race meeting and then uh, building their package for what they want from what's on offer, whether that just be a, a, a general admission um, through to formal um, formal dining options. Um, same thing applies for owners that are coming to watch their horses. Everybody has to pre-register their intention to come. Um, it's not been uh, as as rigid as it has in the past with people having to be temperature tested and those sorts of things have dropped off a little bit, but we still have to be compliant in uh, uh, having a list of everybody who attends uh, and uh, allocating them an area, even if it's just roaming on the lawn, um, and have that data for contract tracing purposes if, uh, God forbid, we, we have a positive case on faucet at any stage. And, and, and the industry has been, you know, it's been well documented uh, and it to be applauded for the, uh, the, the compliance and, and the efforts by all of the participants, all of the clubs, everyone involved in, in doing the right thing and making sure that it's as safe a venue as possible to, to run racing. Um, and I think that that's here to stay for some time where uh, people will have to pre-register their intent come to the races, they get checked checked off as they arrive, they come through a separate gate to industry participants, they QR code as they come through and we essentially will know before the meeting starts exactly how many people we've got coming um, as walk-ins are, are strongly discouraged. Um, if for some reason we get somebody turn up on the day that hasn't pre-registered for whatever reason, it's at our discretion whether we take their details and issue them a spot or turn them away, which ideally we don't want to do. So we encourage everyone to pre-book. And just before you go, so looking ahead after the Tuesday, uh, the, the reason we wanted to give you a call, Sunday the 28th of March, a few weeks away, you're going to make this a nice day. It's the Mafra Cup. What do you got planned for what is one of your well, more important meetings, the work that you put in for this uh, meeting? Yeah, we've we've been even more active through through social media and and uh, other other forms, radio, uh, etc. Really trying to promote the day. It's a bit of a last hurrah before the weather turns a bit sour. Um, football and netball season start up and and all those sorts of things. Um, it's the last chance for people to maybe have a day at the races and with restrictions slowly but surely lifting as I've said we're, we're keen to get get a thousand people out here if we can uh, and have a really uh, fun day to to end the autumn Sunday racing for the club uh, the rest of our season is essentially uh, midweek through the winter period with a Christmas in July Sunday meeting uh, in July but uh, we sort of look forward to really ramping up again in spring as, as a lot of clubs do with, with our crowds and and our Sunday racing. So it's a bit of a last hurrah uh, and a welcome back to everyone to the track. And we're, we're hoping to engage with a lot of sporting groups and, and community groups to, to come out and reconnect with us, I suppose, out here at the, the races. Uh, enjoy a great day of racing. We'll, we'll have a little bit of live music uh, going on around the place, but obviously we, we still have to adhere to social distancing and we can't have large groups congregating at... Uh, at uh, stages and in mosh pits <laughs> and things of that nature. Um, so it'll be a nice uh, setting and, and a little bit going on around the course, but 
the live action of horses is, is what we want people to come back to enjoy. And just before you go, I'm not sure if you attended the Stony Creek Cup meeting, but um, spoke to Sarah last week, and I, I guess yourself and people in that part of the state might have known beforehand, but she told our listeners that she's finishing up. She's not only leaving Stony Creek, but Bairnsdale, where she's been looking after her for a couple of years as the uh, addition to her resume. But Sarah Wolf is uh, leaving the racing industry for now. Yeah, it was uh, sad to hear, and I, I, I speak to Sarah quite regularly, and she's a uh, a lovely lady and has done a fantastic job at Stony Creek and in more recent times at, at Bairnsdale. Um, there has been a bit of a turnover of, of CEOs in, in race clubs through Gippsland. Uh, old mate Shane at Mowie and, and myself at the last standing from about the last five years. But, um, look, she'll go on and do something, I have no doubt, uh, really well somewhere else and, and we'll miss her. There's a great opportunity, though, for someone who might be keen to, to get in and put their stamp on uh, on Stony Creek. Um, it's a terrific uh, country track, um, and, it, and it has a nice racing schedule through uh, the warmer months of the year and, and captures a lot of holiday makers down that way um, during that period. So uh, it'll be a great little gig for someone who's who's interested. Uh, Bairnsdale have, have had a replacement at... He's hit the ground running, and and uh, they're looking. Who's that, to uh, Brad? Who is that? Cup. Uh, his name escapes me. I know you put me on the spot. Where, where does he come from? Uh, I don't know that either. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll follow that up for sure. I didn't. Re- yeah, contact Ben. Right. But, yeah, we'll uh, do. Yeah, they're, they're uh, they've got a new CEO in place there, and 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 I think Terrell going to moving in that in that direction as well. So there's a bit happening, but. Uh, great opportunities for people to get involved in the industry. I certainly have enjoyed the large majority of experiences I've had since I've come across from education three three and a half years ago, um, and, and looking forward to to things improving uh, hospitality and, and atmosphere wise now that we come out of COVID. So good time to to join a club as a CEO if there's anyone out there that's keen. Yeah, well said. We will chat to you again soon. Good luck with the Tuesday meeting, but also more so the Mafra Cup in a couple of weeks. The Mafra Cup, Sunday 28th of March. We'll speak before that. Brad Evans, thanks for taking the call. Good on you, Andrew. Cheers, mate.